Welcome to FileMaker Talk. This is Matt Navar, and this very early morning, my guest is Vincenzo Manano. How you doing, Enzo? Good morning, Matt. I'm doing very well. I always like calling you Enzo because it's like the coolest short form of your name possible. Wow, that's right. <laughs> it's a good way my mom used to wake me up. Enzo, wake up. <laughs> it's going to school. Oh well, yeah, it has that, but it has the yes. Enzo Ferrari connection, which is yeah, there that that too. Yeah. One day, maybe. Who knows? At least I get to drive one one day in my lifetime. Who knows? That would be, be kind of fun. Yeah. So. I, I got a Ducati motorcycle last year, so that's kind of like the Ferrari of motorcycles. Yeah, well, a long time ago, um, when, I, when I visited Montreal, there was a special deal at a motorcycle shop, and I bought a Ducati jacket. They were, like, discontinuing them. Jacket, mm -hmm. helmet. Every time I go somewhere, they go, oh, you have a Ducati. No, it's just a Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting how people perceive that stuff. But um, anyway, it's, it's, I guess, um, it's, it's the attention or the recognition of what the brand has put in and in invested into what they've done. Just like, you know, good quality, you know. And, right, uh, right. It's actually you know, not the fastest motorcycle there's. Three or four faster ones, at least. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yamaha, yeah. Honda, Suzuki, Kawasaki, all make motorcycles that are faster than the fastest possible Ducati. Interesting. I did not know that. <clears throat> so. So, let's see. Mainly, I wanted to talk with you about Inspector. Um, okay. And... This this is a, a product that you've written. You you know more and for longer about the FileMaker DDR than anyone, because <laughs> you wrote the very very first DDR analysis program uh, thirty five years ago, right? <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, well, not that long. Ago. <laughs> Twenty something. Well, yeah, the first thing I did was called DocuScript, and all it did was scripts, and it had a very uh, strange way of doing it, which was. You would uh, you would go to uh, print your all your scripts. There was a time when you could print all your scripts to like uh, a print stream, but there was some oh, little yeah. special product at the time called Print to Picked, and what it did was basically it printed to like like almost like a PDF sort mm -hmm. of thing, and uh, we had uh, built some. Plugin or, or solution around capturing that stream and reading that data that would be output and stripping out the, the header and the footer. Imagine. Yeah, I oh. totally remember that. I've, I, I owned yeah. that product back in the day. Yeah. So, uh, and at the time, there was a product called ClickStats from Bob Kizik. Mm -hmm. And ClickStats had done something around design functions or something like that. I, I don't remember now. Or he had done. Yeah, something that did everything but scripts. And I, I approached Bob, I said, you know, would you like to work together to, you know, make a co more comprehensive product? And I think just shortly thereafter, Bob went off and did something completely different, um, a, a very different tangent in his life. Mm -hmm. And um, and then there was this opportunity to, to actually build something that was more comprehensive for the community and then that's when I dove in and built the first version, first version of Analyzer many years ago. Mm -hmm. And that evolved for a few years uh, with 
help of my good friend Jeff Coffee for a while, uh, interjecting at different points during that journey, and then uh, eventually ended up to rename the, the product and call it Inspector, Inspector Pro. And here we are, uh, version 5 of Inspector Pro. I know. <laughs> and it's uh, it's fast and amazing. I, I ran it last night and I did an analysis of my largest uh, project. Uh, and it did, and did it very quickly. <laughs> I was amazed how fast. Beautiful yeah. interface shows me little all the areas where I've got um, things wrong, little uh, caution icons for scripts that are broken and relationships that don't know about one side or the other or <clears throat> field mismatches and what's kind of the what's the what's the short description that you'd call this the the short description of, of uh, the problems or no, of the of the overall what what Inspector Pro is oh well it's. Uh... It, it, and it uses the, the DDR generated by FileMaker Pro Advanced uh, in XML format. So mm -hmm. you, have to, you have to have FileMaker Pro Advanced to, to, make, uh, to make use of this tool. Right. And then it gives you a more, I guess, a, you know, easier to digest, put it this way, um, view of your schema. And... I think one of the most asked or most often asked questions I find people coming up and saying, you know, can it tell me where I'm using this field? And we've done an awesome job in detail and accuracy uh, about, and, and, and I would think also from a presentation point of view, mm -hmm. to represent that in a consistent manner across every single thing. So if you're in it, you're looking at fields in the list view, you'll see uh, an improved UI where at the top center you'll see where are you, and then on the left you'll see what am I looking at, and on the right, how many references do I have of that object. And everything is in list view now. Um, I took this decision where Inspector 4 had list and form views, and mm -hmm. when you navigate around, you'd end up somewhere and it's like, oh, uh, what happened? I'm, like I was looking Looking at a list, now I'm looking at, at a form view. And the only reason we could do the, the whole thing in list view this time is because of popovers. Popovers are like, wow, they're such a cool addition and UI enhancement so that you can give additional info on a particular item without having to switch into a different view. So, so that's, I mean, that's the one thing. One thing it does is is uh, give you insights into where things are referenced. Uh, sometimes from the point of view of me being referenced, but from the other perspective of me depending on other things. So we have references and dependencies. So that's a very important part of the tool. Another important part of the tool, as you mentioned, is um, all about problems. In this version, we brought back the auto detection, um, you know, uh, uh, gathering right. and as, as soon as you run it as you saw you'll see where where problems are and you can click right on the problem warning triangles and it will take you to see where those problems um, are in your solution within inspector of course and uh, the last thing uh, a couple more things of, of the of the product that are our main focus areas of the product are are the fact that you can compare one version to another. And 
Um, I would say also that we're making uh, lots of investments, as FileMaker would say, investments into <laughs> improving the performance of that comparison because that can take some time to, to run through a very large system and compare because we compare everything. I mean, um, because object layout objects can have IDs, we're looking at like even like a text that is, you know, on your layout if the conditional formatting on it changed or whatnot. Mm -hmm. uh, and the last thing, which is my favorite feature of Inspector, is the data visualizations that are possible. Mm. Uh, and those, there's four of them in this release. There's a, there's a, a scatter plot that shows you number of fields, number of um, percent indexed, and number of records in a table. And um, number of fields on the y-axis, percent index on the x-axis, and the size of the circle is how many records you have. So if you were to imagine this scatter plot and all your circles are big and then the top right, you've got big problems. Yeah. <laughs> because you've got lots of records, uh, all your fields that are, that you have are indexed, and if you have um, you know a, a field count that is that is massive, then um, well, that might be a problem. But it also might be a really properly normalized database where you have, you know, if all of your tables have you know eight fields in them, yeah, oh and yeah, those that's fields what are, are all searchable and indexed, and you've got four hundred field four hundred tables. That would be like an ideal solution. <laughs> uh, trust me, I've seen very few of those. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have. I, I've seen none. <laughs> yeah, um, I have seen some pretty great ones actually, where um, there's a lot of little little circles along the bottom. So like you know, like ten, twenty fields, maybe less than that, you know, on average. And then there's one big circle way at the top, two hundred fields. Mm -hmm. Like so, a very big difference. But most of them are along the bottom. So you can tell that someone's paying attention to keeping very low field count. So, so where are the um, where are these accessed in the new version? <clears throat> so the the two the two um, visualizations that are for one is the scatter plot mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. right on right on the dashboard. You'll see it. It says visualizations, and uh, there's a little icon there that you can click on for for visualizing it. And then the other one is the script universe, which is also oh, on the dashboard. Oh, I remember seeing demos of that. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, these are, so the, you used a, new, a, a different technology to get the visualization that, that takes raw FileMaker data and then does it in like a JavaScript or yeah. what's that? It's You've shown D demos of it around. It's D3. Right. And, um, it's amazing. Uh, in terms of uh, what's possible with D3. And so a while back when I read a paper that was uh, prepared uh, from, I guess, the team that worked on it at Stanford, and Mike Bostic is pretty much the primary author of it, it's called Protoviz at the time. And very interesting paper about how to generate these markings. And um, uh, it ended up, being renamed as D3, and uh, the JavaScript library is just amazing. There you go. Yeah, so I'm running this chart right now for the for uh -huh. Orpheus, and uh -huh. uh, and there's a ton of circles down to the lower right. 
Yeah, I mean, that's great. I mean, yeah. you, you probably have... And what's the, the field count on the y-axis? What's the highest field count you got? Well, we have one really big report table. That's probably got to be this guy here. Yeah. That has... Or that's actually the globals table. Uh, we have a report table that has over 200 fields and, and uh, quite a, quite heavily indexed. And, uh -huh. even some, and even that's where all the calculation fields are. It's basically mm -hmm. like a flattened version of the whole thing. Um, right. Used, and it's opened up security, de-identified so it doesn't have any patient names in it. Uh -huh. That's the main table that we use for any kind of a reporting. And, and uh, we have a, a server-side script that syncs it nightly to mm -hmm. update it so that users can, can really get any kind of reports that they want. So it has no impact on data entry or anything like that for users. Right. But then we have about 120, I think there's 130 tables now. Mm. Yeah, I like that. My mantra is tables are cheap, but fields are expensive. Yeah, so especially keeping field counts down is, I think, really important. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, uh, oh, yeah, this yeah. is a great tool to see. Yeah, there's a table here that's uh -huh. really, really heavily indexed. Uh -huh. it, it has uh, a 97% indexed, mm. and it's by a developer who's just learning FileMaker, which mm. tells me... A lot. <laughs> so I could go fix it now. Fortunately, it's one that doesn't have that many records in it, but. Uh huh. Because we have, we have uh, tables with, uh, regular user tables with 400,000, 500,000 records, and then log tables with several million. Uh, that big circle down at the bottom there has probably got like a lot of records in it. Yeah. Half a million records. Yeah, something like that. This is actually the dev version, too, so the live version is much larger. Uh huh. Interesting. Much better yeah, data so set. a very interesting pattern. So, and then the other scripts, uh, the visualizations you should look at is uh, the script tree. So if you drill into scripts, not that one, mm -hmm. the go into scripts, right, and um, you'll see the list of scripts, and at the top, right, you'll see. So like, select like your starter script. Let's say, what's your opening script? Yeah, on open. Okay. Yeah, on open. Okay, so that one has how many steps in it? Oh, quite a bit. Really? Yeah. It actually runs really fast, though. Um, of course, I didn't call it on open. It's probably called something else. Because <laughs> it goes back six years ago before I standard. Here we go. Uh, open database. Oh, okay. So yeah, select 207 it. steps. Yeah, so you select it, and then at the top, you'll have like a little gear so that you'll have the preferences mm -hmm. uh, in the header uh, there. And the gear will tell you how you'll output it. You can output it to a file, so it'll generate an HTML file on your desktop, or uh -huh. you can send you can send it via email. It will generate an email uh, with the file attached if you want to send it to someone. But if you want to view it in a in a web viewer in FileMaker, just say Window. Mm -hmm. And then um, the other two things it does, and I'm not, I would not recommend this that you do this, but it it'll have it has settings for show me all the steps that it will encounter and um, uh, and and have it op expanded or collapsed so normally when we when we generate this we just look at it it look at it from the point of view of all the possible branches that the script would take so mm -hmm. that um, you'll see that it'll call 
an open script, I mean a perform script, and then it'll call, like if it calls a perform script on server or an install timer, anything that could branch to a different process is what gets, uh, what gets output. Are now, you seeing in general that, um, that for <clears throat> the more complex and large FileMaker solutions that are, that almost all of the complexity and focus on building the solution is in the script layer as a trend that's increasing over the last 20 years? Um, as opposed to emphasis on other aspects like... Um, like like the like relational a, graph? Yeah, or, like the complex graph or uh, highly complex layout objects or I guess now I, we've got, you know, JavaScript, HTML, other... Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, uh, I think the graph has been something that we've managed to get a little bit more um, kind of, you know, Reduce the chaoticness that's in the graph. Put it this way. Mm -hmm. I think I think now people have, ad have adhere to something there because there is no real. I mean, apart from cool things that people might do with one approach or another. Um, in in like for example, selector connector. The way uh, Todd is approaching that. Uh, uh, there's no real programming in the graph, right? So it's right. more like. You know how you how you how you what relationships you'll create and why mm -hmm. and how you organize the graph so you can easily find things. Um, to your point, I think a lot of the complexity that we're seeing is really about um, uh, you know the you know the, the the explosion of interest in what's possible with the web viewer. And, yeah. you know, like a, a, an example is, for example, you know, the, the, the data visualizations in this tool. Mm -hmm. um, th there's been a lot of time invested in, in, in creating these and refining these. And, um, yeah, so, uh, and scripting, scripting is also a very intense area of, of work, I think, that people spend a lot of time making it do what they want it to do. Yeah, I would say, like, uh uh, the the more much more modern trend is going to be to find ways to empower not only the, um, the web viewer for displaying data uh -huh. as you've done with, with data visualization, but also I think like um, importing data. I know like if Seed Code Calendar now shows mm -hmm. all the data um, in a web viewer for your calendar, which gives you drag and drop and oh, a whole bunch of other capabilities, um, animation, kind of you know. Uh, when you grab something, how you can see the whole entire thing moving. It gives you far more control than you can get in other uh, layers of FileMaker if you really have the time to invest in, you know, in, in finding and employing all the huge myriad of JavaScript tools. Um, but yeah. yeah, if I look, I guess, uh, but, but before all that was possible, scripting was where I, I personally kind of was spending all my time. I guess I was just kind of wondering if that was... Um, also shared with with uh, what you're seeing with other developers. You're in an interesting position with Inspector because you see DDRs from you know hundreds of developers around the world. I looked at the number of languages this product is available, and it's kind of it's mind-boggling. <laughs> yeah, you've um, localized it to like eight different places, haven't you? Yeah, and I'm very grateful for the people who've contributed to that uh, localization effort, and. Uh, uh, it's been great. I mean, um, uh, it's been like that for a few years now, uh, mm -hmm. for a few ver a few versions now that we've localized it. Um, so, what was I was going to say something else, but 
forgot right now. Anyway. Well, anyway, uh, this is a really phenomenal uh, product. I wanted to talk to you. I think we probably talked about it on the podcast. We're at episode 105. I don't remember all the ones we've done over the last eight or ten years I've been podcasting. Wow. But, um, you know, it's fun. <laughs> so, um, so let's see. This version has been shipping for how long now? Version 5? Officially shipped, what is today, Wednesday? Yesterday. Oh, a day. <laughs> I, yeah, a day, a day. No, it's been around since, I guess, the beginning of the year when we've been um, slowly kind of unofficially announced it uh-huh. and shipped it, so to speak. But uh, official announcement went out yesterday. And, wow. yeah, there was a lot of work that went on uh, for this. Uh, Clearly. Uh, a bit off more than I can chew in terms of under the hood, mm. and um, and I'm happy with the results. I, I, you know, there's a, there's a whole area of the tool that gives you other insights in terms of, um, you know, for example, if you've ever, I mean, a good example of it is how you slice and dice the data in a different perspective. So, if you look at your scripts, you might look at scripts and say, oh, I'm, I'm looking at this script and has like all these steps in it and I see a show custom dialogue. Mm-hmm. I, pop, I can pop into find mode in my script steps view and do a search for that show custom dialogue mm-hmm. step. But the problem with that is that, that, that data can be huge sometimes and it's got to then index all that data, right? Whereas there is a set list of step IDs that we know are existing for FileMaker, that version of FileMaker. Right. And what we do is we normalize that list and then we cross-reference all the step IDs and where they're used in all your scripts so that you don't have to search by show custom dialogue. You can just go to the list of steps and say, show me everywhere I'm using show custom dialogue. And it's that kind of pivoting of the Mm. data that um that we do so yeah um, that's really cool because yeah that's that, that's good <clears throat> I, I remember you know, many of the solutions i've done i wanted to limit a specific script step like for example the perform find step uh-huh. to be done very very few times and have it just be driven by one sort of centralized script right or, or print you know right. the print and the page setup were so difficult to manage but mm-hmm. if some user like went in and made some other print script and then they had some special printer that you'd have to manage it because some other user would click it and it would break. But if you have one central script in your whole solution that does that, then you can control um, and you get a new printer and you want to be able to you know uh, make it work correctly, you can just go to that one place. So a tool like this is so hugely important to locate and um, all the different places in your solution that run that because there really isn't any other way. Yeah. Uh, it's just, especially when you get into large, complex solutions, you know, you've been working mm-hmm. at it for months, you don't know where things are. And the other thing that's interesting is FileMaker over the years has improved some of the warnings that you get when you delete, let's say I delete a field, it'll tell you. Say, hey, this field is used in a relationship, or this field is used in a script. So it's a li- and sometimes it will prevent you 
from actually deleting a field that's using other calculations. Like right. it'll tell you, you can't do that. Um, but well, it, how only, I, it only tells you if the field is referenced by another calculated field. Right. But if but, you if that field is used in a script or yeah, it, yeah. It, it it will tell you that it's. I, I believe now it does tell you it is used in a script, but it will let you still delete it. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's an improvement. However, if if many many solutions I've seen are, are also solutions where the people have migrated from you know older versions of FileMaker, oh, and uh -huh. so they have they have multiple files. So you still have you know separation model, whatever you want to call it, like s references to these other things. Now sure. FileMaker, imagine you know if they went and said, oh wait a minute, let me check. All the possible files and everywhere in this, you know, thing where it could be referenced, they stop there. They don't go looking in other files. So sure. if you have a field and it's referenced in another file somewhere, and you and you say delete it, it will just delete it because it won't go looking in other files. Right. So what I'm getting at is, um, so I did this an experiment recently. Um, I I went in and I just took took this, you know, this the starter file and and um, I created. You know all the possible scripts, connect, script connections that that are possible mm -hmm. on you know file tr on file open triggers, uh, buttons that call scripts, script triggers for right. layout objects, mm -hmm. every, everywhere. And I went in and I just deleted them. You know I deleted the scripts that that were referenced by these things. And nowhere did I ever get a message saying, you know this script is being used. My point right. is that it's so easy to introduce problems when you don't know where things are referenced. And um, so before you delete stuff, I would say, you know, check, check with a tool like this and, um, you know, see where, where things are referenced before you actually delete it so that you don't introduce additional yeah. problems. <clears throat> you know, the interface and the usability of this are really, really beautiful. The, the improvements you made are, are amazing. I love that you can see everything in one window. Um, and I love that when you click different parts of it, so like if you're looking at your field list, you can click for, on the different cells to get to the drill down for different parts. Uh-huh. Um, There's a lot of details in a lot of places. Click, so. on a, click on a calculation and a popover come, shows up and it shows you the entire calculation. Beautiful. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is really, really nice. So I hope people really uh, uh, go in droves to buy it. <laughs> I've, I've I've shown this to a few people now, like you know, private private presentations where kind of giving them the, the you know that they haven't seen it or haven't used it. You, and, yeah, uh, you showed me a little several months ago, but it, man, uh -huh. it came a long way since then. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm glad you're you're thrilled about it. Um, yeah. So, uh, what other stuff have you been doing, or have you had you had time to do any other things <laughs> in the last uh, six months? Um, so, my role at Beeswax uh, is is kind of like I'm I'm, I'm my my title is my official title is director of filemaker development, hmm. and um, I'm I'm kind of blessed with the privilege of working with some really really talented people, and so I'm I'm more like. I would almost consider myself like cheerleader <laughs> or, or, or I don't know, mentor or encourager or I don't know what you call it. But um, basically there's just some great things going on with the team and, and uh, you know, uh, 
ideas that we're, we're, we're looking at and doing. And, and it's just the support of the team. To me, the team is a, is a big deal. And um, so one of the big challenges that I've been working on is improving a system that's used worldwide. And it's used by um, one of our clients that um, manages, you know, some some data. I wouldn't say it's a lot of data, but it's it's important. It's important data, mm-hmm. and it needs to be managed worldwide. Actually, two projects like that that were for the same client, and um, the worldwide thing is a is a challenge because of the latency and because of mm-hmm. you know. So it got me really. I mean, it's been now like a couple of years now. Ever since 13 came out with Perform Script on Server, and you know I did that whole research oh, yes. uh, thing that I, that, I, that I delved in deep on that. Yeah, um, showing that it was 100 or more times faster, depending upon what you're, what you're uh, doing. Yeah. I rely on that heavily. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's transformed. Uh, it, it's, it's a major component of these two solutions, and it's totally transformed the usability performance and uh, expectations of the team and and it's made them so much more efficient it's incredible um, like just to give you an example in one of these solutions what we used to do is we used to um, you know like all solutions like most solutions have reporting and I'll click a button and it'll run a script and it'll generate a report and I'm looking at it mm-hmm. in, in this particular solution what we decided was to um, uncouple that and make reporting be uh, um, um, something that you you dispatch. I say I'm gonna here are my settings, um, and I want to um, you know I, I want to search on this this category of content, and I want you to run this report. And so what it would do is it would open up a little window, and it would find all your report records that are being processed and show you like a visual animating you know animated cursor thing telling you that it's processing that report mm-hmm. but the cool but the cool thing is that once you've clicked that button and uh, created that that report record all the processing is happening on the server and your indicator gets updated by when the server finishes that report and then you get a button that is viewable for you to click to view the report. Hmm. What's so you're cool using is, the wait for the checkbox is checked for wait hmm. for the script to finish running on the server. Yeah, unchecked, okay. unchecked. Unchecked. Meaning, right. meaning that well, at some point it's unchecked. So right. meaning that I fire it off, I get my list. Now it's like I fired off another report. Now I have two reports running. Right. Doesn't prevent me from going in and you know interacting with the data. Right. Mm-hmm. So now. It's like the asynchronous, you know, quality of okay. I've got, I've, I've asked, you know, these these helpers to go and generate these reports, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not waiting for them, you know. Exactly. So the not waiting part is a big deal. Huge. And, and uh, you know, there could be other enhancements to it where not waiting. And by the way, don't I don't even want to see it. Just email it to me when you're done. You know, but what's, what's really awesome is if you've got the thing. So you, you the the the, uh, the thing that I struggle with with perform script on server is if you really want what the the action like the report you want to uh-huh. know when it's done, right? Um, how do you get communication back? Right? You can't get a script trigger back. You can't get 
But what you can get is you can get a field set. Of course, the report can do that. So what do you do? You pop up a window and say, uh, when the report is finished running, all the data will be here. And then you can have a window off to the side, which will display that data when it's when it exists on this on the uh, from yeah. the server side script or. So there's a there's a table for the reports, mm -hmm. and every time. So the other benefit is every time you run a report, you can have an audit log of who ran what reports. Sure. So you could so whatever. Um, you click the button, and when you do that, um, it'll bring up this progress window. And if you have any reports that are currently running or not viewed, they'll be in that list. Mm. And so you'll see, mm -hmm. like, I haven't viewed this one, or this one is still running, this one's still running. And so that's your, 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 you know, your updater. And when the server finishes, it will mark that record as done. And so then your, your spinner... Your uh, animated mm -hmm, spinner mm -hmm. changes from an animated spinner to a button. You don't get the button until the report is ready. I love so that's, it. Yeah, and it, and they love it. I mean, they they really you know they, they they fire off the reports. They they can continue working. They don't have to wait. And you know some of these reports, especially when you're dealing with um, anything related to sub summaries, and that it's on a on a WAN yeah. is a big is a, oh, is yeah, just a, yeah. is a killer. Yeah, not only the data <clears throat> transmission, but that latency, you know, the, the normal four or five second latency that you get on a local network, mm. um, multiply that if you're on a WAN, even if you have really, really high bandwidth, uh -huh. your latency goes to 15, 20, 30 milliseconds, which is big. Take that yeah. to like a city across the country and now you're at 100 milliseconds. Yeah. And, I, and I, that, all of a sudden FileMaker is not usable really at the yeah. same way. It's just, it's a totally different animal. Yeah, and so um, so when you're dealing with that kind of thing, everything everything goes under the microscope. Yep. Everything. So, like, what fields do we have? Which twins are indexed? Do we need them? Can we split the table in two? Can we, you know, um, you know, can we run anything to store the values? Can we run it transactionally? Mm -hmm. I mean, everything is under the microscope, mm -hmm. and. The end result is yes, it's 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 a lot of effort, and um, you know it kind of enforces it forces you to think about every possible improvement or knowledge that we have as a community. But the end result is really incredible. So that team went from um, using a remote computer, like you know Citrix or whatever, that kind of remote thing mm -hmm. where they they're actually using some computer that's closer to the location of the server to feeling that the solution was as quick to log into directly as if using the remote computer. Wow. That, that was like, okay. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. So we're thrilled. Yeah, that's really great. And <clears throat> if you can, yeah, even though I really love Citrix and we use it heavily for mm -hmm. actually this public health um, solution. Mm -hmm. um, as a Mac user, I really prefer to, re to be running my own copy of FileMaker. Right. And, you know, having one less thing that I get to... Um, mm -hmm. You know, Citrix gives you, one of the th other things it gives you is it gives you uh, uh, higher levels of encryption and security mm -hmm. and two-factor authentication and some things like that. Um, and if you get disconnected, if the network goes down, like wireless goes down or your computer goes to sleep or whatever, you can just pick right up in the middle of your session. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I mean, that you is... can like, oh, I need to reboot my computer for a second. Just close the window, reboot, and reconnect, and poof, you're still right where you are in the middle of whatever you're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. of course, if you can log in really quickly, then, you know. 
Um, yeah, so so working on that really big global solution has been uh, fun too, huh? Yeah, that's been the the focus of and a, a lot of time. What a great result! Yeah, no, it's been great. So really thrilled with it. And I think that I, I'm um, I'm very very happy that the tools in FileMaker are giving us the ability to actually build totally WAN deployed very large solutions because that really wasn't possible in like FileMaker 11. I yeah. mean, just couldn't. You know, even though they've gone quite a ways to optimize for just WAN performance, mm-hmm. um, these other capabilities have really uh, kind of gone the extra. Um, yeah, that without perform script on server, a lot of this, yeah. um, I, I would say, would, would not have been possible. You know, so mm-hmm. um, there's 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 things that you can do with the combination of perform script on server and and uh, transactions mm-hmm. that make the whole thing just you know a package. Like, wow, I can do this now. You know, yeah. so transactions yeah. for writing data much more quickly and reliably. Uh, well, not only that, but if you if you if you need to have the data transactionally, you know, put in, mm-hmm. so that so that the point of the transaction is so that you can get the data in a stored in a stored manner, like so. So as soon as you go unstored, everything goes unstored from there. So you start mm-hmm. referencing things that are unstored; they have to be unstored, and so everything starts to have this, you know. Um, effect where, like, wait, I need to get this, but no, I can't get that because I need to resolve this. And then, mm-hmm. so, whereas if I have something that's stored, it's very lightweight, it's already there. I mean, it's all then in the, the thinking of the design of how wide your you know, your table is mm-hmm. and how much data you're, you're doing. So, an example, when you split a table where it's got a lot more descriptive elements, and if those descriptive elements don't need to be in the list view, mm-hmm. and you're showing a list view, you, you can have this one-to-one table, mm-hmm. and now all this heavy baggage of transporting that re- that record or those right. records across, you've now reduced that significantly. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, for example, so, if you have a really large <clears throat> text field that has a long note, yeah, the performance of putting that field into another one-to-one table is huge. Yeah. So, again, it, it's, it's, you gotta, if, you, if you want that, that level of... of um, Improvement, you, you got to be willing to get everything under the microscope. Yep. So that's good uh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. It's a great time. Lots of really great opportunities. Where can people find out more about Inspector? Uh, beeswax.net. And there's a product section there's, under there. Yeah, then, but there's 18 ways you can spell beeswax. I remember looking at about 15 of them <laughs> B- in the past. <laughs> B-E-E-Z-W-A-X dot net, not dot com, dot net. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, we have, uh, it's up there and uh, people are starting to use it and we're thrilled about it. Yes, so. and yeah, so am I. It's going to be great. <laughs> so thanks very much for your time. Yeah, you're very welcome, Matt.